Welcome to the Contraception Pod. I'm Maya and I'm the Catholic. I'm Cassidy and I'm the Protestant. At a gala at Trump Hotel, never meeting each other prior, Cassidy quietly came up to me in the bathroom and said, What are your thoughts on contraception? This question turned into a never-ending discussion that we decided to take on a podcast. So join us as we discuss contraception and how it affects our world. Well, everyone, welcome back to episode, as I say every beginning of the episode, I really don't know what number we're on, but welcome back. It's the new year. This is the first time the Contraception Pod is recorded in the new year. We've released some episodes in the new year, but first time we've recorded in the new year, so we're excited to be back, talk about all things contraception, but specifically, we're going to talk about NFP for women because we have an awesome, really trendy, really cool couple on. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? <laughs> Would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Yes. Hi, y'all. My name is Melanie, and I am a pro-life activist, proud Chicana from San Antonio, Texas. Recently married my husband. Yes, the husband's name is Jerry, <laughs> and we've been... We've known each other for over four years now and just got married in November. So uh, everything's so far so good. And we're in uh, February 2023 right now. We just got married November 2022. So like about three months ago. Yeah. That's so awesome. Such an inspiration. I've known them for, I've like known them kind of for a little bit and then recently really gotten to know them a little better, but they're a really inspiring couple and um. And I think it's just something we all need to need to have a little hear about a little more in our lives, right? Hear about a couple that is learning, you know, has is newlywed and using an FP, which is so cool. Um, but just to that point, Cassidy, before I go a little further, anything you want to say to that point? I'm kind of cutting you off and everything, but no, that's totally fine. Welcome, you guys. So <laughs> glad you're here. Both Maya and I, for those listening in, have had the joy of meeting this great couple and we love them. You know, not only are they here to talk with us about NFP, but also they both have histories of being awesome pro-life advocates. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if today we'll touch on that as well. Um, so yeah, we've definitely <laughs> run into each other at SCOTUS and, you know, just seeing each other doing the pro-life thing. So these two are the real deal and they're very active in fighting for the unborn. So I find them very inspiring in a number of different ways. Yeah. And as we, get, yeah, as we get into it, I just want to like, just kind of touch on what inspired y'all to be using NFP now. What's your testimony to the NFP journey, to fertility awareness journey? Um, what What's your journey with that? Specifically, Melanie, Jerry, obviously you're obviously part of this too. Um, so um just I'd love to just start off with just hearing your story and go off go at it and Cassidy and I can just mute off while we listen to that <laughs> yay well thank y'all so much so happy to be here I'm such a fan y'all of the contraception pod yes so I'm a fan I'm fangirling so I am currently 24 years old and my fertility awareness journey started a few years ago And I first heard about natural family planning, those words being in the pro-life space, um, because the worlds kind of overlap. So you kind of hear a little bit about NFP just naturally being a pro-life person. And I attended a gala 
for an organization. I really love natural womanhood. And that was where it was kind of a first like taste of this NFP world. And like a lot of girls, I had that reaction of why didn't I know this before? Why is this not common knowledge? Why do we not grow up learning about our bodies, our cycles in school? And so I was eager to want to start learning. And I found an instructor who taught me Creighton. Jerry would come with me to all of my meetings with my Creighton instructor. We were boyfriend, girlfriend at the time, but I wanted him to come, even though I was just learning to chart for the sake of my health, my fertility as a unmarried woman who was not sexually active. I wanted him to get exposed to this knowledge that I was learning simultaneously. And through charting, through Creighton, I was able to learn that I have low progesterone. So my instructor was able to look at my charts and my feedback of the symptoms that I was experiencing every month. I would have insomnia, like I could not fall asleep. I would take melatonin and would still lie awake for the life of me um, around my period time. I would have very painful cramps. Like I know a lot of us girls experience that very painful cramps. Um, it was like, not nah, get out of bed kind of pain. And I would also be very irritable, like not a pleasant person to be around. And Jerry can attest to that. <laughs> I was not a nice person. Um, so I'm just sharing these things as some of the side effects I had been experiencing most of my um, menstruating life because of the low progesterone. And um, I would also have really short cycles. So ideally, a healthy woman cycle is about what I've heard, 25 to like 30 days. And my cycle was like 22 or 23. So it really sucked having my period two weeks of like freedom and then immediately back to like all that pain and it just being this like never ending like this is my life. And so thanks to learning to chart, I was able to take the Creighton fertility care chart to a pro-life OBGYN in San Antonio. And I was able to get prescribed bioidentical progesterone. So now today my cycles are about 25 to 30 days long. Praise be God. Don't have insomnia. Don't have the very painful cramps anymore. Not as irritable. I mean, I still got my hormones. Um, but fertility awareness truly changed my life and changed my health. And tying that into my familial history, I kind of made a connection that my maternal grandmother and other family members have a history of miscarriage. And I just wonder if maybe those miscarriages were tied to low progesterone. And I just like, I there's no way to confirm that, but I just wonder. And so I was, I'm really thankful through fertility awareness that I was able to live a healthier life now, like feel my best self. And know that I'm being proactive for when we create a baby one day, that I took the steps 
to hopefully prevent miscarriage if that is God's will. So um, after learning Creighton, um, we took a couple to couple league symptothermal class. So we learned how to incorporate temperature into the mix. So now we're charting mucus and temperature. I use the temp drop, which I love oh so much that automatically um, takes my temperature every night. So it's just an armband and then I sync it to my phone in the morning. And then when we were engaged, we took a Marquette class. So we learned how to include the clear blue monitor, which is uh, kind of an, I guess you would call it an ovulation um, predictor, which tracks in my urine, my estrogen and my LH levels. So- Luteinizing hormone. Yes, my luteinizing hormone. So that's what we track together is my mucus, my temperature, and those hormone levels through the clear blue monitor. And yeah, now we are married. We do uh, renew our marital vows <laughs> <laughs> through sex. And so it's been a wonderful transition of having learned what we did as a dating couple and being able to take that now into married life. Yeah. And touch, and touching more on that point, like what was that transition like? Obviously, it sounds like from the beginning of your journey with NF, with NFP, fertility awareness and all of that, how that Jerry is pretty involved. But did that transition at all from singleness to like to marriage at all? Or what would you say? Yeah, um, well, it's great now that we're married because. Jerry gets to be the one to put my temp drop on my arm every night and he'll put my clear blue monitor on the toilet every morning when it's that time to check my hormones. So I remember first um, urine of the day that the clear blue monitor's there. <laughs> Team he'll, he'll set it out for me or I've, in the past I've told him I'm getting low on the testing strip. So he'll order it from Amazon. So it's really nice. Um, I'm very blessed in that way to have someone who's like, we're in this together. And like I said, I, I got him in from the very beginning, ladies. So to all my girlies out there who are dating, like start having these conversations with your boyfriend now, bring him to your classes. Like even if he's not the one you're called to marry, he needs that information for wherever he ends up in life yeah. and if you do end up married wow you learn that together so yeah yeah, yeah. and to that point for jerry um sorry cassidy i just want to ask like jerry what were your like impressions at first what was your journey with that like yeah no absolutely well it was definitely mind-blowing how much information you know is out there that's just not well known um similar to like Melanie's sentiment of how come I wasn't taught this was me like this is what should have been taught in sex ed class in high school uh a lot of the times I think we talked about this with the instructor is you know girls just think like it's either a yeast infection down there but there's different things you know like white flow and red flow you know red flow being um menstrual blood and white flow being cervical mucus so I think it's just a, a matter of education. And for me personally, I just love learning new things. And if you know me close, I always like to give like 
fun facts and tidbits every everywhere and every everything I learn. It gets annoying sometimes to Melanie, but I would just say the transition uh, was pretty seamless for us. Uh, and we had a really good instructor um, through the Creighton. So Creighton is named after Creighton University, which is where the methodology of tracking the fertility came from. So there's different other other models like Marquette, and they're typically based on what the the university is named, but. I'm currently, uh, it's been a, oh, I'm currently sitting in Creighton University right now. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, well then, yeah. So, you know, I just encourage people, especially guys, if there's any guys listening to this, there should be, because they should be as interested and as involved on telling women the harmful effects of hormonal, art, excuse me, synthetic hormonal birth control and I'm pretty sure you've talked about all the history of that and the yeah. side effects. But we really learned that, again, through trainings in the pro-life movement. And then really it kind of hit home when we were at that uh, gala for natural women. I think it was Abby Johnson and David B. Wright that were that were there, the keynotes. And they really drove the issue hard of like, yeah, we need to be sharing this spreading it far and wide because you know it, it is all related and so does that answer your question <laughs> yeah yeah for I'm sure like, sorry I, it, it's really awesome to have we have had a couple guys on but it's really awesome to have guys on um and if you know of any recommendations anyone listening or y'all you know any guys that want to come on because it's i think like you both said, like, it's definitely something that should have been taught in sex ed, right? It's something that, you know, it's not just a topic for girls, too. It's a topic for guys, because, you know, in marriage, you become one. But also, like, I think it gives so much more perspective on, you know, on being a human, you know, on God, you know, on, you know, on, on who God created woman to be. Um, And just, and it's just so beautiful um Cassidy yes can I throw one thing in real quick so for those of our listeners who are not quite as familiar with NFP maybe they're like I'm here because the Protestant dragged me in and I don't know anything about um NFP so Melanie and Jerry you mentioned in your story that you used three different types of NFP throughout your journey so to someone listening in they might be like oh NFP is interesting but I don't really know anything about it so to give like a brief overview to those who may not know what it is so Creighton just correct me if I'm wrong, but Creighton is just checking cervical mucus, correct? Yes. And then thermal. Okay. So the thermal is both your mucus and your temperature. Correct. And then Marquette is almost like going to the doctor for urinalysis when they take your urine and they test it to see if there's anything wrong in your body, basically. Is that similar? Yeah. I would say yeah. Marquette is like the at-home testing of your hormone levels. It's not medical grade but it is like the DIY mm -hmm. testing of your hormone levels yes I have a friend named Kayla who's joined us in this podcast before and she uses Marquette and my friend Abby was just telling me recently that it's actually kind of like an off-market use of the clear blue monitor because it's for I think for infertility originally but basically you can use it for NFP as well so basically you take your little test stick for Marquette and um you know, take a urine test and it tells you if you're close to ovulation. So that's an option for people. Some people really like Marquette because it's very straightforward once you understand it. And it's 
Um, sometimes if you're having like irregular cycles, especially after having a baby, for example, Marquette could be really a good option. So anyway, that's just a random tangent for people who are not sure what that is. Um, also, so you've done the three different types of NFP. What are the pros and cons of each kind? What did you like and dislike about each one? Ooh, girl, that's a good question. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> so I tell different girlies, like, it also depends on how much of a financial investment do you want to make? Do you want to be the, the tech girl like me who's obsessed and you want to have all the gadgets and gizmos? Or do you want to just stick with your body and what you see? So um, with Creighton, it is mucus only. It's you, you probably have to invest a little bit to earn from, to learn from an instructor, but then what you learn is yours for life. As long as, you know, you got working fingers to, to test what you see on your uh, toilet paper. And then there's a symptothermal, which is mucus plus temperature, which would include either a thermometer. So you could use a thermometer you use to take your temperature regularly and uh, if you have a normal uh, routine where you wake up at the same time every day, then that would work using that thermometer either in your mouth. I've heard you could also do it um, vaginally if you wanted to take your temperature. Um, either way you choose, you stick with that way. Um, or if you're someone who's a pro-life activist like me and you're on the go, ready to rapidly respond to wherever you're needed, you don't have a regular sleep schedule, there's a really cool device called the Temp Drop. So that's another um, over $100 investment, but then it's yours. And then you just got to switch out the batteries throughout the years and it will automatically take that temperature. Then the Marquette, there's the, um, the investment of the Clear Blue Monitor, and then the ongoing investment of the strips. So I would say, you know, the pros with Creighton, if you don't want to invest with all the gadgets and gizmos, you don't have to. You learn and all you need are your fingertips and toilet paper. And everybody has that. And then um, there's the investment with like the temp drop. If you want to be um, like all the modern um, temp drop girlies, and then there's that investment with the clear blue monitor for Marquette. I will say a pro that I do really like about the Marquette method for all my uh, soon to be married people out there and married couples using fertility awareness methods. Marquette does allow, since I learned Marquette and Creighton, I can attest that Marquette does give more days of infertility of like confirmed infertility than um, with the mucus only Creighton method. There's more days of infertility, which I like <laughs> as a married woman. Um, but I'm glad that I learned um, the different methods that I did because I have like an intensive understanding of the different types of mucus that I wouldn't have gotten had I not learned Creighton. And yeah, I would, I would recommend for anybody wanting to learn to learn in the exact order that we did, which was Creighton and then adding the, the uh, temperature aspect into it. And then you can get into the thing. Cause then I don't know, I don't want to give an analogy, but it's like, taking an AP class and then a pre-AP class and then a regular class. You're just like, Oh, I already know this. I would say gradually work your way up 
in that order, Creighton, Simple Thermal. And, and Melanie, would you say for um for crate like for the Creighton method, is that better for like for tilt like awareness of like your health, like understanding like low progesterone, or can yeah. you do that with Marquette as well? Which would you say is better for like for our girls who aren't going to be aren't married or not going to be yeah what would you say is the best for them I would recommend Creighton and I would also probably recommend Femme mm -hmm. I've never learned the Femme method but mm -hmm. the reason why I bring up both Creighton and Femme is because there are OBGYNs who are then certified mm -hmm. through those methods to be able to interpret your charts. Mm -hmm. So this what what was my case that I was able to take my chart, my Creighton fertility care chart to a like fertility care doctor who could look at this chart and understand what he or she was seeing. And so um I don't think as of right now there's a symptothermal OBGYN I could take that mm -hmm. same chart or a Marquette OBGYN exactly. I could say here's my chart. So it's the, the Creighton and the FEM method where there are doctors, um, health professionals who can interpret those charts and help you with your fertility health. What's FEM? FEM is, I think it's a symptothermal method. I don't know. I've never looked into it, but I, I do know there are OBGYNs certified in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm not sure, but I have a friend who does femme and uh, Erica, who we had in our podcast previously, who came and talked to us about endometriosis and how to treat that, all that birth control. Um, I think she does femme like as like a practitioner of some type. And I'm pretty sure it's like the same as Creighton because I don't think yeah. they use temperature, but yeah. basically I think it's the same, but similar. Um, so I think it is like mainly cervical. To me, like when I've looked into it, it seems a lot like Creighton, just a little modernized, like the wording. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I, I I haven't looked. The only one I've been trained in is Creighton, and I do a little bit of temperature. But temperature is mainly just for working out and figuring out what I need to eat. But um, okay, well, well speaking of modernization, since you brought it up, uh -huh. is because we've been saying NFP, you know, which of course stands for Natural Family Planning. That's mm -hmm. kind of like your grandma's yeah. version of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the new what we're trying to modernize it? Uh, phrase of the generalization of what is it do you know what it is Melanie? are you talking about fertility awareness yes method? it's fam fam so yeah. it's <laughs> fertility awareness method so yes. it's a little more self-explanatory but yeah that's that's where the industry i guess is trying to to rebrand is because it's like everyone you know it's not just a rhythm method and all that right. stuff so yeah i agree i do agree it needs some a little bit of rebranding in that aspect but yeah yeah um I do like fertility awareness method um and then it's like I feel like we also need a new way to say it for like women in high school who don't really care as much about their fertility right and more about their health you know like um I don't know that's some brainstorming um but would you what would you say to any newly weds or about to be, you know, newly wed couples about this or any like inspiration that you could give them or, you know, because I'm sure it can be tough. Like, is it has it been hard at points, you know, and like, what would you like, what would you tell any newlyweds? like, you know, understanding it is worth it or what, what, what do you say? Well, 
don't wait till you're engaged. Yes, I would say if if uh first of all, learning fertility awareness slash NFP has benefits for you just as a single unmarried woman. Like there are benefits, and we can look at my story of I was able to address my low progesterone, my my painful periods. And that was with the same information, but as a single person. So I would say, mm-hmm. even if you're not called to marriage anytime soon, start learning. And then if you are uh, dating someone, hoping to potentially marry that person, don't wait till till three months before your wedding to start learning. If you know, I think God's calling us to get married. I love you. I'm learning this. Let's learn this together. Mm -hmm. Start learning this together. And it will allow, I believe, for even more open conversation, like opening the door to to talk about these things that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. And what was my point there? I was getting towards something. Well. The health benefits. Oh, I know. Is that think about it when you're three two one month out from your wedding girl you are stressed your <laughs> cycle is not going to be the regular cycle it is on your day-to-day and so since I had been charting for over a year before getting engaged I already knew how my body is when I'm traveling when I'm in a different time zone when I'm really stressed, when I'm sleep deprived. So I was already able to take all those factors like into consideration, knowing my body. So yeah, just to, to hone in on that point, please don't try to learn three months. out. I mean, if, if you're the girl who's listening and you're three, two months away from your wedding day, yes, 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 yes please start learning. But if, <laughs> if, if, if you're nowhere, if you're the single girl who wants to be married, you're listening right now, home girl start learning it, it will only benefit you it will not hurt you yeah so I just I just I I almost kind of I don't know feel sad for the couples who maybe just weren't ever exposed to fertility awareness NFP and then they start learning about it because of a marriage prep class and they're like now we're three months away from the wedding we had no idea about all this ah what do we do and, and, and I so think especially, course, yeah, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. Yeah. God's mm-hmm. will be done. Um, but please, please heed my advice and start <laughs> learning sooner than later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it is so, it's so necessary for, you know, for your health too, but also I think for your mental well-being and being able to really unify yourself as one in marriage. I think, I think that's a really key part of that. And something that I'm trying to bring back to the church, you know, especially Catholic churches right now, you know, we, like you said, we're teaching people, we're teaching people fertility awareness right before they're married. Well, why aren't we teaching them this in high school? Why aren't we teaching them this in middle school? This is necessary information for a woman. It's necessary information for a man. And I do believe it. It is what will create more unifying marriages. (laughs) Um, And just to that point, have you ever felt, you know, since this journey began, like a cultural pressure among any people you've been around um, to, you know, just go get on birth control or an IUD or something like that. Have you ever felt this cultural pressure of like just using some modern form of contraception or something like that? And, um, and you know, especially 
when you know you're getting married there's a lot of pressure of like oh just use contraception you know and you know the many many first years up there's my ringer um and then many many you know have you felt that cultural pressure at all and how what's a good response to that what's a good way to um to kind of stand up for yourself in that pressure well there was one point in my life when I was I think I was still a teenager or I was 20 when I um I got on Accutane I had um, severe acne at the time and um, Accutane is an acne drug with the potential side effect of causing severe birth defects. And though I was single and unmarried, my dermatologist was encouraging me to get on birth control. So that was the only time in my life where like a doctor was saying I should get on this. And I refused because I was like, I'm absent. I have no need for that. But to your point, I do feel like I don't feel a cultural pressure. I like the idea of we're like swimming against the tide. Um, But I do feel, I don't know. There are the thoughts of like, dang, it would be so much easier if I just had an IUD or the shot, like, or if we use condoms, like, wow, this could be a lot easier to be able to, come together when we want instead of fasting at different times. But I do have the peace in my heart and the joy of knowing like when we come together as husband and wife, there is no physical or chemical barrier between us. We are fully uniting and there's no barrier. There is that complete the true, complete, total, faithful, fruitful gift Mm -hmm. to the other person, like I said, without physical or chemical barriers. And so, yeah, I do. I love living that out. I love knowing like we're living in line with God's purpose for sex in marriage. Exactly. And just along with that, you've mentioned like, you know, how integral your faith is to this. Do you think without your, do you think without your, well, the first question is, do you think without your faith that you would be, um, that you wouldn't use contraception? I mean, would not, would not, not, wait, brain's not working. Would like, do you think that yeah. without, with not being released, <laughs> everyone gets my question, but you know, like yeah. without faith, would you be using contraception? Yeah, I, I feel I guess I've never thought of it that way, but I would think of it the same way. Like if I grew up never knowing about Jesus, I would still come to the same conclusion that abortion is wrong and abortion Mm -hmm. kills. And I think I would, I want to believe I would still come to the same conclusion that birth control is poison Mm -hmm. and unnatural and has a horrible history. And so like, why would I want to be a part of that industry? Exactly. I would want to believe in that parallel universe. I would still come to the same conclusion. I would still want to learn yeah. the truth about my body through fertility awareness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it is, like you said, it is a poison. And I just wanted to just highlight one point for our listeners. Like, like Melanie said, you know, her doctor kind of 
you know, pushed her to be on birth control for acne. And I'm looking at her face right now and her face is beautiful. Um, Thank you. (laughs) And so I think that's, you know, just an answer to a question of like, there's always another, there's always another option other than birth control. And it might take a little bit of searching, you know, and just because it's not what your doctor, your doctor's telling you there's no other option or, you know, or maybe your boyfriend or your fiance, or even your husband is pressuring you to be on birth control. Like there is no good reason to be on birth control. There truly isn't. Um, And we've had this beautiful couple before us today as a testimony to you don't need it. And I think your marriages will be stronger for it. Right. And um, is there any like last thoughts from anyone we want to add in to this episode? I do. Something that we because we were both sidewalk advocates, something Mm -hmm. that we would tell girls that were walking in, we would give them resources and bags. uh, Something that we would say is like, hey, are you familiar with natural birth control? Or green sex is how you would, we would say mm-hmm. it, and people would be, you know, their curiosity would be would be sparked, spiked. I don't know, uh, because you know that's that's what right now people are really honing into is is organic and natural and mm-hmm. uh, no, you know, non synthetic hormones. Because like mm-hmm. you say, someone, oh, this this particular um, slab of meat has uh, antibiotics and all that. This one does not have, was raised with antibiotics. They're going to choose the one that was not raised with antibiotics, even though it's already a federally regulated mandated thing, but it's all about branding. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so true. When we would be on the sidewalk um, and we would like use the words fertility awareness green sex natural birth control because that was the language that it was understood and what they can hear it sounded cool yeah um but my last thoughts are that i i do want to again encourage all the young ladies out there um please start learning today and i know i may have given like information overload um but it is because i am a fertility obsessed person but I want to encourage you um, because I know people may think this is a lot how can I do all of this you don't have to you don't have to be at my level unless you want to be there was a time before you had your first period and then one day you started having a period And you had to get used to the new habits you had to create of changing your pad or tampon or menstrual cup, menstrual disc. And now you don't even think about it. It's, it's like muscle memory. You just do it. And so I share that because I know it may sound intimidating. The thought of tracking your mucus when you go to the restroom or wanting to take your temperature or wanting to track your hormone levels um, through your urine. It may sound like a lot or overwhelming, but I just bring that up. Like there was a time before you had your period and then managing your period became second nature. And so same, same thing, similarly, when you learn fertility awareness, when you learn to incorporate it into your daily life, into your daily habits, it becomes second nature. It becomes like muscle memory 
And then you just do it and you're not even thinking about it. Similarly to kind of brushing your teeth. It's an extra two minutes of your day and then you're done. So just really want to give that message to all the girls, all the couples out there who may feel overwhelmed, may feel like this is a lot. I don't, this seems, sounds like it's going to take, take so much time and effort. It really doesn't. But make that investment. Choose the method that's going to be best for you, your state of life, what you want to invest in and start learning today. Don't wait. Amen. If you've waited, if you've waited start anyways. If you've waited, you've waited long enough. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Melanie and Jerry, for coming on, giving a testimony to, to what it's like to be newlyweds, to NFP, to fertility awareness, the new branding of it. And, you know, like like Jerry was saying about cyber counseling, you know, it's so important to have these conversations with people for any guides that maybe will listen um, to this, you know, maybe start having that conversation with your guy friends. And I've seemed really silly to them at first, but I think, you know, I, I actually had this really good moment a couple of weeks ago. I had people over at my house after the March for life. And there was this moment where everyone in the room, the guys and the girls included at my house, were like talking about, um, we're talking about mucus and we're talking about, you know, oh, we're just yeah. talking about NFP and how beautiful it was. And granted that whole group was from Creighton and what's sad even about, <laughs> you know, you know, what's sad about, you know, even here is that they came up with this method and they don't even teach it in their own school. Right. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah. Oh and, my God. and I know, and that is just a testament to this should not continue to be just your grandma thing, right? This needs to be something that all women, that all men talk about and know it should be the sexual education of the coming generation if you're interested in supporting that being the new sexual education new generation reach out to me because we have something fun and new coming but with that just want to thank you guys for coming on have a conversation you know find a mentor who maybe knows a little bit about this um a little more about this to help you find you know a Creighton method teacher to help you learn a little bit about just about your fertility and you know maybe just going into it with an open mind you know maybe you're like I don't have time for that my life's too busy maybe just do you know find even a zoom training you can hop in on and just give it a listen you know and go in with an open mind and just see how well you can support your body I know women who by doing this have gotten rid of PCOS and endo endometriosis symptoms and um, it's possible it's doable and it's possible to do so in a natural way that supports your body and the way God meant for you to so with that I'll let Cassidy end this off Melanie and Jerry, I just want to thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad you could come. It's really wonderful for our listeners to be able to hear an example of a couple who really do use NFP and are you putting that in action early in their marriage and also let you use it as a single person. Very cool. Um, if people are listening and they want to connect with you, Melanie or Jerry, where can they find you? Yeah, so I am on... Instagram as Melanie Salazara, M-E-L-A-N-I-E-S-A-L-A-Z-A-R-A. And I love talking about pro-life activism, sharing the latest cool pro-life things that I'm doing. And I also like to share about fertility awareness on my Instagram. And you can DM me if you want. I'll tell you all the advice I can. I have some really good links in my link tree on Instagram. Uh, and I can get this to y'all too you can put in your show notes it's links to um free fertility awareness classes and just more fertility awareness resources 
and Jerry. Yes. Um, because we're one flesh, you can contact her if you want to get through me. <laughs> but our we have a joint account on Instagram do, yeah. called Catholic Nomads. Um, just because I'm wary of who follows my personal private account. But yeah, you can follow us there. Melanie has a really, I was just looking at it. She has a really good like highlights, um, story highlight thing mm-hmm. in Instagram about on fertility. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff there that you can get information, but, um, I would definitely put natural womanhood, uh, dot org. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of great informational, uh, and peer reviewed research on mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And they also have a, a secondary or, you know, a sister site called IUD alert, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. com mm-hmm. or org. But it's basically like trying to sound the alarm, ringing the bell of the dangers and uh, side of, dangerous side effects of uh, interuterinarian devices. devices. Yeah, because, um, yeah, you know, women have died, died from it. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, it's similar to like the abortion pill that we need to raise these awareness, raise the awareness for it. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. how you can find us as Catholic nomads. That's awesome. Well, thank you for pointing that, Jerry. And I'm so glad you pointed out those two sites. I follow both of us on Instagram. Um, so IUD Alert is on Instagram. Highly recommend following. That's stories about IUD complications and um, testimonies from real women who've had problems with their IUD. So if you're you know, using IUD, IUD right now or you've used one in the past and you're still having health complications, you might find that page really helpful because there are people there that can share stories with you and like resources and help. Um, Natural Womanhood is also on Instagram. So if you're an Instagram girl, you're turning, tuning in, they have a lot of really great infographics um, teaching you more about NFP and just a whole bunch of things that are helpful to women's fertility. So anyway, thank you guys so much for coming. We're so thankful you got to be here and God bless you guys in your marriage and in your pro-life work. <laughs>